five, four, three, two, one. It's time for a little Canadian content. It's too damn slow! Oh, uh, well, howdy, friends and neighbors. Hey, guess what? It's fall and I can't get up. Welcome to the first day of autumn. It is a uh, auspicious night. Why, you ask? Uh, well, I always say that at the beginning of the program, just in case I, I say something profound accidentally later on. Then I can look real smart by saying, see, I told you, I know what I'm talking about. Uh, it's time to kick the tires and light some fires. Because if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen out there. Hi, I'm Revelstoke Jim. This is Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content heard on Gabnet.net, a tune-in partner. It is the first day of fall, and I couldn't be happier. Let's let's just dig out the uh, the long pants, the long sleeve t-shirts, the winter hats, the long coats. Oh, I love my long coats. I don't like mittens or gloves, I have to admit. Uh, let's see, what else? Oh, let's light a fire. And have hot coffee drinks with alcohol. More alcohol, less coffee. Uh, let's have that. And let's sit around the fire and tell stories. Well, technically, that's what I'm doing. We're sitter, we are sitting around the electronic fire, and I'm about to tell you some stories, sing you some songs, tell you some truths, some lies, and it's up to you to figure out which is which. It is September 23rd, if I have not mentioned it, 2015, one more week to go until the month is over. And then we shall celebrate the uh, the awesome month of October, my favorite month of the year, I have to say, October. Not just because of Oktoberfest. Uh, not just because of Oktoberfest. Because it is Revelstoke Jim's Rockin' October. I just love October. Rocktober! Revelstoke Jim's Rocktober. Let's... Let's accept that as what it is. Uh, it's my birthday month. Celebrations all month long on Revelstoke Jim's community chest or whatever the hell this program's called. What the hell is this show called? It's either Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content, Revelstoke Jim's community chest, uh, Revelstoke Jim's curmudgeonly challenged, uh, Revelstoke Jim's... Canadian concept. I I don't know. See, that's what happens. You only do a show a week, and then I, I forget what the show's called. Well, anyway. Here we are. 
Uh, if you want to get in touch with me tonight, I don't know how long I'll be here. I'll be here, obviously, for the moose poop stories. But uh, if you want to get in touch with me, I'd love to hear from you. I haven't spoken with many of you for a whole week. You can find me on Twitter at RevJimCanCon. You know I read all your tweets because I love to hear from you. You're my friends. You're my family. You're my knuckleheads. You're all a part of this great, big, electronic family. Uh, and this is very interesting. You can't pick and choose your actual family. But on the internet, you can. And when you have a cranky uncle or a uh, annoying niece or whatever on the internet, well, you can just block them. You get to choose your own damn family. So I'm saying to you, come and join the Revelstoke Gym family. Be a part of the little group that we have here. And uh, it should be nice. By the way, another wonderful part of Revelstoke Gym's Rocktober, uh, besides my birthday, Thanksgiving. That's right, Canadian Thanksgiving. We're going to eat that damn turkey early because there's no need to wait till November. Silly, silly American people. Anyway, if you want to get in touch with me on Twitter, at RevJimCanCon is the Twitter address. You can also find me on Facebook, Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content. You can make a friend of Revelstoke Jim on Facebook, or you can find me on Tumblr, Snapchat, Instagram, SoundCloud. I'm all over the place. You can find the Moose Poop Stories, uh, the Sin and Whiskey Hour, uh, the Revelstoke Jim specials on SoundCloud. There's just a whole bunch of stuff out there. All you got to do is look for Revelstoke Jim in your Google machine, and I'm sure you'll find it. I'm sure you'll find it some way. Hey, when we get tweets, we love to uh, signify their arrival by turning on the old Tweetmatic 1200 and finding out what the people on the internet who have nothing better to do in their lives than sit around listening to me, either live or on rebroadcast. By the way, if you're not listening live and you're listening on the rebroadcast right now, welcome. A welcome from the past. I remember when I could uh, do the show from way back when. <laughs> I don't know what the hell. Why did I just channel tuber? By the way, uh, I, I have to, uh, I think I saw him the other day in town. Our good friend, tuber propagator, Revelstoke's oldest citizen, 115 goddamn years old. And I think he had some work done. I'm not kidding. I think, I think he had a facelift. No, I'm serious. You know why I think he had a facelift? Well, because now he's got a dimple in his chin. And I think that's his belly button. That's just, just, that's just what I'm saying off the top of my head. That's what I think, though. Ah, uh, let's see. Tweets of the evening. The first we hear from the Groovy Cat. Also known as At That Fracking Cat. Almost time for the poop. Hashtag moose poop with Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content. Oh, at least he got the name of the show right. 
at RevJimCanCon on Gabnet.net right now. Hashtag RevJim. Hashtag. And now, you know, every time I say hashtag, I do that annoying hand gesture with the two fingers of each hand in the peace sign kind of. Uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, you know what? Uh, I'm going to, from now on, I'm going to do the hashtag. I'm going to do the Vulcan hashtag. And that's when your hands are in the, uh, uh, the, uh, the live long and prosper gesture of the Vulcans. And then you cross them and you make a little Vulcan hashtag. So Vulcan hashtag back to the groovy cat, uh, who also says, good evening, Jim. Hashtag Vulcan hashtag Rev Jim. Uh, Miranda Jim Nell says, bring on the at Rev Jim CanCon. Vulcan hashtag Rev Jim. There we go. And of course, also out there in the internets tonight, our good friend at Tessic1138, the wise old sage of the internet, says, poop. Yes, teach me the ways of the poop. So there you go. That is the tweets for the evening so far. Uh, again, if you want to be part of it, uh, you can be part of the old uh, Revelstoke Gym Canadian content program. Now, let me just tell you something. I was outside the other night because I have, I have time on my hands at the moment. Not doing the three programs a day or a week. Felt like three programs a day. Uh, the three programs a week I was doing, now I'm only doing one a week, and it allows me much more time for research. So I was out in the woods the other night taking a walk, just having a look around, because I have heard rumors of strange happenings north of town. Strange lights in the sky, strange sounds, apparitions, noises, vapors. I found myself walking through the woods towards the light, and I was wondering just what was happening. I could smell burning sulfur-like fumes. And then I came across, yeah, it looked like a bear eating garbage. So yeah, sorry. Nothing that really weird. Not that really weird, but uh, uh, still. Worthy of an investigation. Uh, hey, we got another tweet. Let's go to the tweet. Oh, who the hell's playing music, Brad? Uh, Miranda Jimnell says, at Rev Jim CanCon, hashtag Vulcan, hashtag, hashtag FTW, hashtag Rev Jim, hashtag worst tweet ever. <laughs> that's 
That's right. Send me a picture of yourself doing the Vulcan hashtag hand signal, and I will make you the winner of tonight's Revelstoke Gym's Canadian content. That's just, that's how well this program goes. I may be the host. I may be presenting the program. Uh, my name may be in the title, but frankly, I'm telling you right now, you could win the program tonight. You could be tonight's grand prize winner. If you send me a picture of yourself doing the Vulcan hand gesture hashtag finger thing, that just sounds weird. <laughs> I just had, I just, oh man, I just had images of uh, the original series, Star Trek, uh, being done now. And Spock turning to Kirk on the bridge uh, in regards to uh, some anomaly they find out in space. And Spock just turns to Kirk and says, hashtag highly illogical, Captain. I just like that. That would be cool. I could handle that. Because, frankly... It's it's both annoying and highly entertaining to me at the same time to hear people actually use the term hashtag in their dialogue as part of their conversation, as if the level of conversation has already not dropped to an all-time low because of texting and instant messages and things like that and emojis. and I mean, now people are actually somebody said that to me the other day <laughs> i was <laughs> i think i was at oh i was at the drugstore um and i was buying some medicine uh, and i went up to the uh, cashier a nice young lady and asking me how i was as i was paying for my items and uh, she said thanks you know, i paid for them and she put them in the bag. I said, thank you very much. She said, no, thank you. And she went, hashtag get better. And I thought, really? And then I thought, well, you know, how do I respond to that? Uh, my, my immediate reaction was to be like all emoji poop face to her, but I just didn't know how to pull that off. It just too weird. Absolutely too weird. <laughs> hey, we got a tweet. And we have a winner. <laughs> Miranda Jimnell sends me a tweet. I'm going to have to retweet this. Uh, for at Rev Jim CanCon, hashtag Vulcan, hashtag, hashtag Rev Jim. Oh, there we go. So it's already, uh, we're out 20 minutes into the program. And the lovely Miranda Jim now has won the program. So I'm sorry to tell you, uh, if you were hoping to win the program yourself, uh, all you can do is come second now. And it's not bad to come second. At least you came. Uh, let's see. Who else is out there right now? 
<laughs> I got another message from our buddy at Tessic1138, who says, uh, my hashtag, uh, that's not a hashtag. That's an exclamation point. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, you're going to need some more fingers there, pal. <sighs> Okay, let's see. Oh, another notification. Oh, just the groovy cat favoriting a tweet I was mentioned in. That's, yeah, that's a very awesome tweet. Isn't it nice when people play along? Play along, play along. Uh, this show is not brought to you by the makers of Crystal Skull Tequila. But if they're listening, uh, I wouldn't mind it. I would gladly rebrand the whole program for a weekly bottle of uh, Crystal Skull tequila showing up at the Log Broadcasting Center here, along with uh, possibly some uh, uh, ancient peaty whiskey from the Highlands of Scotland. I would turn this whole program into a booze fest if I had to, because frankly, life is short. Why should you not have a drink once in a while? Uh, not to excess, because that's wrong, but it's nice to have two fingers of something. That's all I'm going to say. had a girlfriend once. <laughs> I don't believe I'm going to say this. Uh, um, <laughs> well, she wasn't really a girlfriend. She was a friend who was a girl. Uh, we went out a couple of times and she was a big drinker. Now, I don't mind a girl who's a bit of a drinker, but when it gets to the point where I'm feeling inadequate about my drinking, <sighs> anyway, uh, we'd, <laughs> uh, we'd run into each other after a weekend and I'd say, well, how was your weekend? And, and, and she, uh, she'd try to get a rise out of me. She'd say, oh, you know, I only, I, um, uh, I only had two fingers in me this weekend. And I'd wait and I'd wait. And I would not rise to the bait because I knew what she was after. <sighs> Actually, hey, amongst our friends, she was known. <laughs> two fingers in her will get two fingers in her. I mean, come on. It's uh, it was the 70s. It was a long time ago. <sighs> anyway, let's uh, let's move along. Tommy Yamaguchi favorites are a tweet from the winner of tonight's show, uh, Miranda Jimnell. Uh, I'm also, I might be throwing the Skype lines open after the moose poop. We'll see. Last week we had, I'll tell you right now, we had the most difficult program we have ever transmitted from the Log Broadcasting Center. Uh, I kept talking 
but the signal kept disappearing. I hope some of you heard the replay on gabnet.net or on iTunes, or if you went and heard the moose poop story alone over there on SoundCloud. It is, uh, it was beyond my control. I could not do anything. I couldn't even keep a Skype conversation going. Uh, it was miserable. Tonight, knock on wood. Hang on. That's actual wood. It, it, uh, it's working. Oh, hang on. We have another Twitter notification. Uh, Tom Yamaguchi sending us a picture. He says, at Rev Jim CanCon, too slow to win, but submitting anyway. Thank you, Tom. That's nice. See, Tom's playing the home game, too. And you can play the home game by listening to the program live and tweeting to at Rev Jim CanCon. Like I said, you know, I should check on Facebook, see if I actually have any messages. Or or who's who's been a friend lately to uh, Revelstoke Jim? Let me... Uh, uh, recently added friends. John Twiss is now a friend of Revelstoke Jim on Facebook. Thanks, John, for making us your friend and hanging out with us. Uh, let's see. Who are the latest Twitter followers? I just realized I've, I've ignored the followers as of late. I'm behind the time. Uh, Kootenai Girls is now following us. Thank you very much. Mother to four beautiful girls, politics, music, social justice, housing, food, policy, prison, and parole reform. That's nice. And we follow you back. Uh, Shayna, thank you for following us. Roxy, thank you for following us. And those are the uh, the latest followers here at uh, Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content. ba da 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 <clears throat> Let's see. <laughs> um, oh, trying to catch up on my uh, on my messages. Uh, by the way, uh, you can also find us on uh, Parasnap or or Snapascope. We're over there too. Our good friend uh, 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 Patrick Blazik who occasionally calls some of the programs on the network, avails himself of uh, Parasnap. And let me just see if I have any of uh, uh, Patrick's Parasnaps handy. I like to be able to share them with people. Let's see. They would be under, um, I'm not sure what those are. Let's see. No, 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 no. I don't see it. Oh, I know where it is. It's on a, a different computer. Well, that doesn't matter. There we go. Oh, another notification. Oh, just favoriting. Uh, you know, favoriting is such a nice thing. Oh, hang on one second. Ah. <laughs> uh... I'm going to, uh, I have to, uh, uh, bear with me and we'll be right back. 
You're listening to Rebel Stoke Gym. Slight technical issue to deal with, but it's uh, all done now. It's fine. Uh, Everything is uh, looking A-OK, as they say in uh, astronaut talk. So I guess we're ready to blast off with the moose poop for September 23rd, 2015. By the way, one week from tonight, uh, the last show of September is my lovely wife's birthday. That's right. And she'll be legal to drink alcohol. So I'm taking her out and hopefully, uh, hopefully I'll make it back in time for the program on, on the 30th. But we've been waiting for this day for a long time when I can legally take her to bars. So I plan on buying her uh, uh, a few drinks. And if I play my cards right, I just may get lucky. Yeah, it's just a thought. When we come back, it's uh, moose pooping time.
I've always believed that it is not the money we acquire in life, nor the property in which we gather, but rather the people and memories that we have over our lifetimes that make us wealthy as individuals. It is the fond memories of friends who I speak with daily or have not seen in many years that make me a wealthy individual. Their laughter, their knowledge, their tears and their sorrows all live within my memory and make me a better person. And there was one man and his dog who made me better than I could ever be. And that is my old friend Woody and his giant black Labrador, fondly known as the Glazed Duke. They taught me the values of life in a time when I wasn't quite sure what life was all about. We would take long walks along dusty roads and forest trails. And Woody would point out all nature of flora and fauna and speak fondly of life in the mountains high above the tree line. Where you accepted people for what they are rather than what they owned or what they did for you. Because accepting people for their kind nature is the best possible way to start a friendship. Woody sat me down one day and said, I have a story to tell you of a man who made an impact in my life and the lives of those in the little town. He was not a rich man. He gave of himself much more than what he ever received back. But yet, he never knew the impact that he had on the people around him. Years ago in the little town, when it was still a bustling little hub of citizens and tourists, when kids still filled the elementary school and the mine was still working. Not quite a thousand people in the city limits, but enough to take up your time when you walked into town to say hello to each and every one of them. And the one 
fellow that everyone always enjoyed seeing was a man by the name of Tunity Edwards, who ran the local candy shop in the center of town. He used to love to call it a confectionery store, and there were big glass jars with all sorts of loose candy on wooden racks, and the kids would come through the door and the bell would tinkle, and Tunity Edwards would turn and smile at all the kids and welcome them in. And every child and adult alike would make their way to the big rack of glass jars and stare through the imperfect glass at all the various different candies available for mere pennies. And while they were trying to make up their mind about what they would purchase with the few modest pieces of coin in their pocket, Tunity Edwards would pick up his old guitar that he always kept behind the counter. Slightly warped, paint faded, and only having five strings, he would lift it up into his hands and start picking out a tune and singing a song, and everybody who heard him would always smile. For the tune may not have been recognizable, but he always approached each song with such gusto for life that you couldn't help but admire his dedication. And after he had sung a song or two, he'd put down the old five-string guitar back on to its case behind the counter, and he'd step up to the glass jars and he'd say to everybody, now what'll it be? And the children would hand over their pennies and nickels and dimes. And Tunity would take out pieces of candy and put them in small paper bags and send the children on their way. Tunity Edwards had become a focal point of the little town. So much so that generations had grown up going to the little candy store. And pretty much everybody in town had just started calling him Uncle Tunity. He was Swedish in heritage. Tall man with striking blonde white hair. A very thin mustache. always wearing a small bow tie and a red cotton vest. When you'd see him in town walking the streets between the confectionery store and his small house, 
You'd give him a wave and shout out, Hello, Uncle Tunity! And he'd stop and look directly at you. Give a little bow, tip his hat to you, and then make his way home to his two little girls. Well, years went by, and as times change, small towns find themselves either growing or dying. And this little town was not dying per se, but once the mill closed, and there was no work for the parents. Families had to move away. And there was no children to go to the school and no children to spend their nickels, dimes, and pennies at Tunity's candy store. And over the years, the bell began to ring less and less. And day after day, Tunity Edwards would sit inside his candy store, just plucking away at his five-string guitar, thinking of the good old days and singing songs to himself because there was no one around to hear them. Woody and the Glazed Duke would make their way into town from the little cabin on the gravel road just down from the historic cemetery to pick up their weekly grocery needs. And they'd always stop in at the candy store to say hi to Uncle Tunity and to hear him sing a song. Woody's teeth couldn't handle candy anymore. And the glazed duke's preference was of the baked variety. But they would sit on the little wooden chairs inside the old confectionery, and they'd listen to the old man plunk out a song or two on the five-string guitar. And then they'd smile and thank him for his time and go back about their business while... Tunity stayed behind in the old candy store, dusting the shelves, in hopes that once again large groups of children would come and pay a visit and hear old Uncle Tunity sing a song for them and partake of the peppermint sticks, the jawbreakers, the sour candies, the licorice, the lollipops. But that day never came and the town population just grew smaller and older. And finally, there came a day when Tunity's two grown daughters said to him, Papa, you can't run the store anymore. There's no business. 
and against his better judgment. The confectionery store closed. And Tunity Edwards would just stay home in his little house, day after day, strumming his five-string guitar, singing songs to nobody. After a couple of years of solitude and the occasional visit from Woody or the Duke, or some of the people still living in the small town. Tunity's two daughters returned to the town once again and said, Papa, you're just, you're too old to stay by yourself anymore. We both live so far away, we can't come and take care of you. We have our families, we think it's best if you sell the little house. And find yourself a nice little retirement community to live in. Well, Tunity thought it over. Figured his girls knew what was best for him. And quite sadly boarded up the old house, sold off all his furniture, and moved out of town. And hardly anybody in the little town realized that the old man with the five-screen string guitar Uncle Tunity Edwards was gone. About six months later, word around town was that the Edwards girls were quite concerned. It seems that Tunity had wandered away from his retirement village. All he had taken was a duffel bag, his old guitar, and there was no sign of where he had gone. The girls came to the little town to put the word out, if you see our father, please let us know. He has to go back to where he's protected. But they didn't realize that Tunity was extremely unhappy in the retirement village. People didn't want to hear him sing and tell his stories. People did not want to sit and converse about life and what it still had to offer all of us. Sadly, Tunity had realized that the retirement village was just a place of people waiting for the end. 
So in the dark of the night he had packed up what few meager belongings he thought he needed into his duffel bag, threw it over his shoulder, grabbed his guitar, and left. Left to find friendship and conversation in the remaining years of his life. And even though the girls had put the word out in the small little town for people to keep their eyes open in case old Tunity Edwards showed up, Nobody ever reported seeing him. And the girls stopped making trips to the little town, thinking their father had just gone off. And disappeared into the mists. like the old myth of the elephant graveyard he had wandered away and he wouldn't be seen again. But what they didn't know was that Tunity Edwards was living in the woods just outside of town. He had fashioned himself a rustic little lean-to and was living rough off the land. Woody discovered him one day while walking the trails and hearing the slightly out-of-tune five-string guitar, and he made his way towards the music the glazed duke following closely behind, and as they came around the corner there, sitting on a stump, playing his guitar, and singing to the heavens was Tunity Edwards. Woody sat down beside him and said, Tunity, people have been looking for you. Everybody's worried. Tunity kept playing the five-string guitar. And he said, oh, there's nothing to worry about. I'm right here. It was logic that Woody could not argue with. Because, in fact, Tunity was not missing. He was, in fact, right there. Woody asked him if he was all right. He says, I'm quite happy and content and fine. I have no better walls around me than the forest. I have no better ceiling above than the stars. I'm just playing my songs and enjoying the rest of my life. While Woody couldn't argue with this logic, and he would occasionally make trips to Tunity's camp, bringing him extra groceries 
or a new blanket. Something to keep the old man comfortable. Woody even asked him if he wanted him to buy the missing string for his guitar. And Tunity said, no, I've been playing it on five strings so long I wouldn't know what to do with a sixth. On a trip into town, Woody ran into some of the elders of the town. He said, keep it under your hat, but Tunity Edwards is living in the woods about a mile outside of town. And people would say, really? How did you find out? And Woody would say, what do you mean, how did I find out? Did you know? And they say, oh, yes. He occasionally comes to our back door and knocks quietly at night, and we let him in, and we light up the lantern, and we give him some dinner, and he sits down and tells the most amazing stories and plays us songs on that old five-string guitar. We always ask him if he'll stay, and he says, no, I got to be getting home. I've got dreams that are waiting for me, and if I don't get back, how am I ever going to dream them? This conversation had sparked Woody's interest, and everybody he talked to and spoke with had had a visit at one time or another by old Uncle Tunity Edwards knocking on the door and people would always invite him in, spend some time with him, listen to his music, share some stories, and then watch him disappear into the night once again. Tunity was living on his own the way he wanted to live. Sharing his life with those he wanted to share it with. And that was the lesson Woody was trying to share to me that late evening as we sat inside the little cabin on the gravel road just down from the historic cemetery. He said, some people come into your life and they don't have to have a lot of money. They don't have to have a lot of possessions. Those people may just have a story or a song that they wish to share with you, young fella. I sat there next to the wood stove, my hand resting on the head of the giant black Labrador, the Glaze Duke, listening to the wisdom that Woody was putting forth. He told me it had been years 
since he had seen Tunity Edwards. But occasionally, occasionally, there would be a sighting. Someone in town would say, I saw Tunity and his old guitar outside my house the other night, and I swear I heard some knocking, but when I went to the door, there was no one there. I hope he's out there somewhere, singing his song, meeting people, making them smile, and telling stories that only he can tell. And just then, Woody got up. He lit a second lantern and hung it outside the door of the little cabin. And then he closed the door. And I asked him, what's the lantern outside for, Woody? And he says, well, you never know. He could show up again and I want him to know that he's welcome. Because there's one thing you should learn in life, my friends. When Uncle Tunity knocks, you should always answer. That's your moose poop for the 23rd of September, 2015. I'll open up the Skype lines in just a minute. Knuckleheads, Skype lines are open if you want to give me a quick call. Uh, I'm going to say hi to uh, whoever's out there. I don't know how long my internet will work, but uh, we'll give it a shot. 
Just looking at the time, it's so about five minutes past the hour. If you want to, uh, if you want to be a knucklehead, go ahead, give us a call. Gabnet Live, three four seven three five two zero zero seven nine. Hashtag Spock hashtag or Vulcan hashtag. Uh, if you if you're gonna try to win the show, I'm sorry, uh, it's already been won tonight by the uh, lovely Miranda Jimnell. First Skype caller of the evening. Yeah, it's the old pooper himself uh, at Tessic eleven thirty eight. Hello at Tessic eleven thirty eight. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Oh, over. I can. I can see you loud and clear over. Uh, hashtag Vulcan. Hashtag. Yeah, I won't <laughs> give you my hashtag. Can I would be rude? <laughs> I don't want your Paris snap either. I can't believe you couldn't find a good one to use. It's on a different computer. Ah. Ah, uh, yeah. No, it's uh yeah. It's it's on the computer I keep all my porn on. <laughs> Any objectionable material I keep I keep on a different computer than the work computer. You know, I have to I'm responsible to the city of Revelstoke for this computer that I use for the program, and I just don't want any stuff on it. I, You know, and last thing I want is the mayor, Tony Pepidou, to come walking into the Log Broadcasting Center, click on my desktop here at the Log Broadcasting Center, and all of a sudden see a, see a rather disturbing video of some guy going, check, baby, check, baby, one, two, check. You know, it's just, uh, I, I don't think I can share that with uh, all sorts of people. So uh, I'm sorry you didn't you you didn't win the show tonight. Miranda won the show. Yeah, well I, I figured it much. I mean she, she's very talented and um, she, she's quick on the draw. She's like she's got all those she's got all those apps and things at her disposal that she can boom picture. And she's got all those fingers. She's got all those fingers. Yes, that's yeah, right. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know when I've they're when, got, I've only got ten. She's yeah. got like well. 20. You know, uh, you would think she's uh, you would think she's uh, uh, slightly handicapped in her fingers because she's always using two of them to measure alcohol. That yeah, that's a good point. That's well, true. Yeah. That's true. So yeah. I'm just saying, it, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, I, I, you want to you want to hear a tweet? I do. At that fracking cat, have you? Uh, do you know at that fracking cat? Uh, yes, he and I tweet frequently. All right. Uh, uh, 
He says, that was a great story, Jim. Smiley face. Hashtag Rev Jim. It was. I was expecting, though, when he went off to the uh, uh, retirement community, yes. that he was actually going to become Boba Fett. Because <laughs> no. isn't there another tall Swedish gentleman that's <laughs> supposed to be Boba Fett? I don't know. I, uh, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and then I got a couple of retweets from uh, our buddy Dale Blindheim. In uh, Colorado, Rocky Mountain High. Uh, there you go. That's for you, Dale. I like Dale. Yes. Yes. But you, you, you know what? I'll tell you. So, the great thing about Dale is um, I never have to, I never have a moment where I wonder where the hell's my iPod? Because about every five minutes, it goes, and it's like a Periscope notification. And it's like, oh, I know where my iPod is now. It's over there because uh, Dale is somewhere parasnapping. So he does it more than I do. Oh, God, he does it more than you do. Yeah. Yeah. See, I try to limit my parasnapping so that people don't get bored. Uh, I guess in sexual terms, he would be a... a, a Parasnapping nymphomaniac. Wow. Yeah, he he just he's constantly whipping it out and parasnapaholic. <laughs> yeah, parasnapaholic. Yeah. There you go. I think there's a. I'm sure there's a twelve step group for that somewhere. Parasnapaholic. Yeah, and then what do you get for ten years of coin? I guess maybe. Have Have you ever had somebody? actually say hashtag to you in person, in conversation? uh, And, you know, when you said that, I had to go back in my mind to my visit to Starbucks because the majority of the people that work at Starbucks are 19 to 22, 23-year-old, and um, nobody said it to me. And if they did, I think just to be obstinate, I would say, what do you mean by that? Because in my day, a hashtag was a pound symbol, a number symbol, a sharp symbol, not hashtag. All right. Uh, (laughs) I don't know who this is. We're being joined by Not That Johnny. Because I'm not that Johnny. Oh, you're not that Johnny. Not that Johnny. Oh, okay. Because... uh, uh, that Johnny, I can't have on the show. But, no, that that no, I'm not that Johnny. Okay, good because, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, not that Johnny. No, not that Johnny. Not. <laughs> yeah, Johnny. Yeah. Not not. Uh, hey, this is a fucking podcast. Not that Johnny. No, God, no, no I don't podcast. No. Podcasting's for losers. Yeah, hashtag losers. Hashtag losers. <laughs> no, I wanted to say the other thing is it was a Starbucks where I was uh, uh, given the other example of my visual hashtag there, Patrick. I I I don't know why um, uh, they were doing some sort of online thing, and I I was standing in line. They made my latte finally, and she says, uh, you know, whatever, uh, grande latte, non-fat latte, blah blah, blah, you know, double shot kind of thing. 
And then she says, you can go online and, and enter something. And she goes, hashtag latte. And she does a little hashtag latte. And I went, okay, yeah, there you go. What the? <laughs> I, if there is one thing that annoyed the piss out of me. Wait. Wait. I'm a new caller to the show. I want to clarify here. There's one, only one thing that pisses you off. And this is going to be that thing. Okay. Yeah, Carry on. don't be coming back at us like six months from now with another thing. I mean, you're allowed, but you're allowed, you're allowed one thing, one thing per caller. Okay, that's just the way we work it out here. Okay, well, this pisses me off. Just hashtags in general. <laughs> okay, hashtags. Well, you're how not... can you how can you use Twitter if you don't use uh, hashtags? hashtags? Yeah, I just. When I when I twat, I just write a message and I don't do any hashtags. Oh, that's why you don't have many followers. You got to get on those uh, top trends. Yeah, I've got like what what do I have, Jim? I'm not sure. Like, Tourette's twenty five or something. Oh no, hang on. Uh, let's we haven't done this for a while, but let's do the old. Hang on. I think we even had a theme for this, didn't we? Uh, uh, I'm sure oh, we did. Oh, oh, yeah. Hang on. Oh, let's do the Patrick Blazik at Tessic 1138 Twitter update. Uh, let's see. 41 followers. Oh, how, that can't be too far behind you. And, you're, and the most recent person to follow you is someone named... Uh, hang on. Where is it? Oh, that Johnny. <laughs> you, uh, you don't want to talk to that Johnny. No. Uh, at Megan Kelly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the, that's the latest you've had. Well, that's shout out to Megan. Shout yeah. out to Megan. There you go. That sounds like a strange thing to say. Yeah, it does. Do you uh, know Megan? Oh, yeah, and she's a GYN. A GYN? Yeah. Isn't that short for gynecologist? <laughs> yeah, that's what and, I was thinking. <laughs> her name is spelled M-E-G-Y-N. Oh, that's not how you spell Megan. Everybody who knows anything knows that Megan is M G. M-E-G. Well, yes. but, but she needs a little bit more examining. So, you know. Uh, uh, Groovy Cat sends me a tweet uh, with a picture. He says, is this, is it this Johnny? No, it is not Johnny Five. Uh, no, I'm not that Johnny. No, not that Johnny either. Sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry to disappoint. No, it's just, it, it's just this Johnny. I'm not, I'm not sure about the, you know, like I said. It's I'm not that Johnny. We've I, ha we've had other yeah, we've had other Johnnies. He's no, I'm not that Johnny either. No, he's just Johnny come lately. No, I'm not that Johnny. Oh, you're not that Johnny. Right, you're, you're the Johnny just just come lately. No, well, I'm uh, not no. that <laughs> Johnny. It's just like it says under my picture. I'm not that Johnny. Uh, I can't uh, read. I'm in a wheelchair. That's right. Don't know me. I'm in a wheelchair, therefore I can't read. At sad cripple. That's sad for you. Do you do you need me to talk louder? Yes, talk louder to my eyes. <laughs> so I can see you better. 
and you're screaming at me. Yeah. Okay, good. Now, now I know how. <laughs> I always, I always wonder because I always see these these people yelling at people in wheelchairs, and and oh, I no, keep thinking to myself like they're going as fast as they go. Don't yell at them. No, people in wheelchairs want you to yell at them. It's that oh. spe it's that special bit of attention that they get. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> because you know, the uh, uh, yeah, it's all connected. Yeah, it it and and the other thing that they always enjoy is you can guess what their disability is without asking. Just come. No, I walk. I walk up and touch their face. <laughs> Good. Because they're, cause they're typically blind because they're in the wheelchair. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's is that not goes. the way it really is? So, uh, not that, Johnny. How did you, uh, your first-time caller? Yeah, yeah, first-time caller. Yeah, very nice. First-time listener, even. First-time listener. How did you find yeah. our program? Um, shit, I don't know. I just started crank-calling stuff, and somebody answered. Okay, that's that's cool. Uh, actually, I haven't quite yet determined, Patrick, is if not that Johnny is actually a live caller or is a, uh, a loop. That I would, you know, I was thinking the same thing, like a, like a GIF and, and. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a, a what? What? <laughs> I, I'm a what? A jar of peanut butter. I don't know what, what the hell. What the fuck is a GIF? <laughs> Did you mean a GIF? Because it's short for graphic something or other. Interface Same fucking file? thing. No, it's a hard G sound. It's a fucking GIF. Hey, now you're starting to sound like a Johnny that's familiar. I'm not that Johnny. Then fucking shut up. Because you're doing it wrong. Uh, that sounds like a dumb thing to say. Yeah, really. Uh, Who the hell would say that? <laughs> Groovy Cat sends me a note. He says, uh, with a picture of Jack Palance holding up one finger, and he says, the one thing that pisses at Tessic 1138 off. Yeah, you got to <sighs> find yeah. that one thing. That one, you got to find that one thing. Now yeah. go, go off and do some one-armed push-ups and, and uh, yeah. you know, uh, yeah. Anyway. Well, I don't know. Push-ups might be hard because he's in a wheelchair. Sit-ups. Sit-ups would be easy for you, right? I do push-ups without my leg, too. Oh, those are kind of girl push-ups, though, aren't they? <laughs> oh, I do them sitting. And then I push my that, body away from me. Isn't sitting kind of a girl thing, too? Uh, depending on how you sit. I don't cross my legs. So. No. So you sit to pee. I sit to pee. Yes, I do. <laughs> there you go. I just... Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Well, oh. Hello. I'm just saying. I got nothing. I got nothing either. No. <laughs> I, yeah, I, it, it, you you just beat me out of hell on that one. So. <laughs> yeah, geez, I I don't know. I think anywhere we go beyond here is probably some kind of abuse. Yeah. Now now it just makes me feel bad that I'm paralyzed. <laughs> well, don't feel bad. Yeah. Feel revel um, in it. You know what you need to do? You just need to stand up and shout that you're happy. I can't stand up. Oh, then you're fucked. No, I'm not that either. Hey, you know what? I just no realized. No wonder you're so miserable. <laughs> I just realized, you know, you guys must be really ticked off. Uh, because as... Because we can't see your camera? Well, no. Uh, yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. As society, okay. as society around us changes, all of a sudden there's all these 
all these pride parades around the earth, right? And there's all these, all this wonderful acceptance of the gay people and, and everything like that. And they're having parades and they're da dancing and shouting. You know, where are the cripple? Now, I got to interject here. No, where are the cripple parades? You know, you know where they are? Where? They keep most of the cripples locked up where they're supposed to be. But you guys have your own Olympics, though. Yeah, dude, you know, you better you better cut that out. The gay people are going to get pissed off. Next thing you know, it's going to be like, well, how come we don't have gay Olympics? That's and right, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, what, what color of the rainbow is first place? I, I've got to be honest with you. They're seeing people crippled like me out in the wild it's a very rare thing. In fact, I can't, the last time that I saw other legitimate cripples out in like cripple wheelchairs, not the one from like Walmart or something where, you know, or the hospital, but these are actual cripple chairs. I went to go see some movie. I don't even remember what it was. And there were like five so or six. was a good show then. No. Because there were five or six cripples in there. And I said to a buddy of mine, what did he do? Open up the home and let him out? So well, not many people were laughing at that, but you know, I did. I want to know if they build a new Walmart, do they tell the cripples that there's a new one? Or do they just keep letting them like go to the old no, what, one? What they do is they put all the cripples in a parking lot, right? Yeah. And then they build a Walmart what, around oh, them. Oh, okay. <laughs> By the way, uh, yeah. We're not being mean here, are we, Patrick? Well, I, after I finish wiping my tears, <laughs> I'll answer you. Okay, that's fine. Now... You know, you seem like a Star Wars guy. That was probably like episode one you went and saw with all them other fellers, right? I mean, I think that's the best one, don't you? Episode one, where we finally or learn about the midichlorians. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I don't hang out with people in a wheelchair. I don't know. it. The last guy I knew in a wheelchair died. Don't you have like a wheelchair book club? Well, yeah, I thought what you do is you just, like, hang on to the back of a car when it's going and just scream out, this is pod racing! Actually, there was some poor bastard a couple of years back. He was in a motorized chair, and there you can find it online, uh, where he actually was in front of a semi, and the semi was pushing him down the road, didn't realize that the chair got hooked up in the grill. And the guy would, it was like three or four miles down the road, you know, people were trying to stop the truck, going, you have a wheelchair on the front of you. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure that was not cool. And the last words well, Now, was the guy still in the wheelchair? Yes. Yeah. And it, okay, that, well, that's good. And, and Covered in bugs, probably. The last words The last words anybody heard the guy in the wheelchair say were yippee. Oh, he survived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, cool. Yeah. Good thing that truck found him. You imagine yeah. if it was a smart car? There would have been casualties all over the place. Yeah. You would have had the driver of the smart car, the guy in the no, the guy in the chair probably would have been fine. 
Now, here, something I, I'm going to bring up. I've just, uh, um, you know, when when your people take buses, Patrick. Yes. Okay. There's the whole, you know, the whole lift thing kind of, right? It seems yeah. it seems like it's very complicated to get them inside the bus. Why don't they just make it so they fit on that rack on the front of the bus where the bicycles go? <laughs> I'm all for that. Okay. I'm just thinking it would be a faster process. It would be a faster process. And I recommend a helmet with a full face shield if you're going to go that way, though. That's true, but you know what would really suck, uh, maybe this is why they haven't, is if there's a car that uh, breaks too quickly in front of the bus and the bus rear ends the car, uh, they'd have to clean the person off the bus. See, now, I, I don't know much about buses myself, but I think they have pretty good stopping power. They could they could stop on a dime, I bet. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't be able to. Because they're big and lumbery and, and, you know, they got a lot of uh, tonnage behind them? No, they got a bunch of empty. I mean, have you ever been on a bus? There's nothing but empty air on there. How much does empty air weigh? Nothing. Those things can stop on a dime. The only thing that I've been able to be on are ambulances and cripple vans. And both of them. Well, ambulances don't have to stop for anything because they just turn the lights on. True. true. Yeah. But the uh, the cripple van operates the same way as the bus lifts, and they suck. Hmm. So, and yes, there are cripple clubs, but I avoid them because there are too many cripples. <coughs> cripple clubs. <laughs> I, I think they call those support groups. No, but, uh, yeah, no. Well, that, that, uh, that the hashtag politically correct you know uh, and, and i just want to say wait, that yeah. if you were on the front of the oh, bus that's, that's the hipster term if you were on the front of the bus and something happened and you were injured or killed say i mean really what you know they just they play a little tune hose off the bus and move along Oh, pretty much. Hang on, it stopped. Come on, get to the good part. Fracking internet. Oh, well. Another one rides a bus. <laughs> another. And another one gone. And another one gone. And <laughs> another one rides the bus. Thank you very much, not Johnny. Yeah, and I'm not that Johnny. I'm not that Johnny. There we go. Anyway. No, so uh, let's go. Can you buy these cripple clubs at Walmart? Oh, no, they're, they're actually clubs that uh, that you join, not clubs that you beat crippled with. <laughs> oh, okay, I just wanted to. Oh, oh, oh yeah. you meant like the like gangs, like uh, like you were, you know, you got the Bloods and then you got the Crips. First rule. I thought, I thought you were saying like you're the Crips gang. First rule of Cripple Club, beat the crap out of them. <laughs> Second rule of Cripple Club, wear a mask. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there you go. As long as you don't yell, they can't hear you. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're Cripple clubs, or as whatever, whatever Johnny this is, 
uh, said support groups. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Support groups. Yeah. That's very important. Not for me. No, you don't. I got enough support when I put my shorts on, so I'm good. Wow. I was going to oh. say. I was going to say everybody needs a little support in their life, but uh, if uh, if if you got something that works for you, then. Not, not me. I'm very skinny, so I don't, I don't need support like that, Johnny. Because I'm not that Johnny. Yeah, you look like you're about 130 pounds. Oh, maybe 135. You know, put on my winter weight early. You know. Hang on, do us a favor. Just sort of. I just want to make a comparison. Move the hair out of your eyes for me so I can see it. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> let me let me move my hair out of my eyes. Oh, oh that, yeah. That was bothering the shit out of me, too. That's right. Because I hate yeah. bangs. Yeah. It's that emo swoop thing he's got going that really messed with me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean. Now. I mean, you, you, you guys look a little follically challenged. It sounds like you're just a little... <laughs> Jelly of my long flowing locks. Although I'm looking at both of you, Patrick, you got stubble. Jimmy got a goatee. I wish I could grow a beard. I, you know, I mean, I shaved a week ago, and I don't even have a five o'clock shadow yet. Like it's terrible. Uh these, these things. Hey, listen, not that, not that Johnny. These things like pubes will come to you. I mean, it'll happen. I I hope so. I hope so. Uh, you know, I see those great big beards everybody wears, you know, and the uh, the nice flannel shirts they wear with them. And, oh, you yeah. know, I just one day I, I wish I could, you know, dress like that because I looks cool. Absolutely. Hey, you know, what got... do they call them? The lump, the lumber sexual look? Jeez, I like that look. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple of tweets I want to get to because we're getting close to the end of the uh, the program. Uh, again, I want to thank Not That Johnny for uh, finding us. Uh, Diana of the Night sends us a tweet that says, Very Canadian story. Old Tunity never would have made it to the woods in the States. Wander guards abound here. I applaud him. Okay. And Tom Yamaguchi says, At Tessic1138, at Rev Jim CanCon, and somebody called at Available in ADHD. That sounds like a dumb Twitter handle. Yeah, he says, he says, actually, cripples move to Berkeley, hashtag Berkeley, where they have political power, or at least the smart ones. Are there smart ones? Eh. Smart cripples? <laughs> if, if they're in wheelchairs, they're dumb. That, that's why the prerequisite. But I thought that well, was... Well, yeah, if they were smart, they wouldn't be in wheelchairs. No, I thought if they were smart, exactly. they, were, they were smart to be in wheelchairs, then they get all that free shit. Like doesn't your yeah. hey they get to okay. they get to skip the line in Disneyland? That's right. I learned that from my personal hero Justin Bieber. And doesn't the doesn't the government give you a car, Patrick? Or at least a phone? No. Or a phone? No. Bullshit! I got an Obama phone. You know, you know what? He might have gave what me this phone, but Obama's not going to take my guns. What state do you live in? Not that, Johnny. It's the state of confusion. Yeah, I yeah. I'm from Springfield. Springfield is in what state? Where they make the rifles. All of them. 
Just just think about it this way. If you lived here, you'd be home by now. Well, is your mayor Rick? What's that? Yeah, he's a dick. He's a politician. All politicians are dicks. Like, come on. Hey, I got you know a... what? You know where I wish I lived? I wish I lived in Toronto. Their mayor smokes crack. Like, that's a cool guy right there. I'm, I'm going to move to Canada one day, and I'm going to smoke crack, too. And I bet you the government paid for that crack. Well, yeah. I mean, what's the point of being mayor? you got to well, pay for your own crack. Well, no. I think Canadians can get crack free. Well, shit, oh, I'm God, That country Canada. sounds amazing. Uh, I just, I got a, uh, I got a mystery message from somebody who said, uh, and they shall remain nameless. Uh, I would, I should roll around in a chair for a bit and then write me a book called crippled like me. I like that idea. Mm. That would, uh, that would yeah, be or, or eat, pray, wheel, eat, pray, wheel. Yeah. That would be, that would be really interesting. Yeah. Or the, or the cripple luck uh, club. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll accept that as a... Or unlucky club, if you know what I mean. Fifty Shades of Cripple. There <laughs> I like that. Because I'll tell you what, you, you get a cripple, there can be some kink. With a K. With a kid. Yeah, they could be, they could beat on you all day long because you can't feel your legs. That's a hey, that's a that's kink with a double K. That's even that's better. True. Yeah. That that double K is even better. Whoa. Yeah. Double kink. Double double wow. Cripple with a K and double kink. Those those are your new websites. Oh, man, that's wow. just like double gum, double your pleasure, <laughs> double your fun. Shit, you know what? If I owned a ranch, it would be called the double kink. There you go. And the brand. Yeah, maybe maybe you could uh, introduce me to a pair of Siamese twins or something. And the branding iron would be a wheelchair wheel with a with a uh, with a whip going through it. Yeah. There you go. All right. I'm I'm down with that. Power to the cripples. Somebody just said that I'm gonna get emails from for this show. I don't think so. I don't give out my email address. So screw it. Oh, it's um <laughs> I know this. It's <laughs> but you can always find me it's uh, Revelstoke Jim at does not give a fuck dot com. I think is 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 that where it is? I'm just saying that we are not the instigators of this conversation. I was ready to talk about something else until Patrick changed the conversation. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Tom Yamaguchi. Star Wars Episode One. Now, Tom sends a tweet. He says, uh, we could just move to Cripple Creek. A drunker stream if I ever did see one. No, I think that's a... Speaking of drunken streams, I think that's a totally different show than this. <laughs> show sounds terrible. I think that one's on Tuesday, isn't it? 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, let's just see. Oh, hang on. Did somebody? You, just... mean, you mean people actually drink and podcast at the same time? I like, guess. Like, get a life, people. You're you're sitting in your basement drinking by yourself, whether you're recording on a microphone or not. Come on. No, honey. Yeah, they honey, have to bring my microphone. Turn down the blowjob. You're SOL. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how that goes. Uh, uh, Sounds a bit my, my like my wife, but it's probably not that funny. No, you stay here and you you podcast with them. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna go drink more wine. Argue with my logic. I dare you. <laughs> there we go. Uh you know what? I think that's about it. That for me. lady makes perfect logic. <laughs> That's true. Uh, uh hey, have you guys seen Scream Queens? What a great show. <laughs> I actually did watch that tonight. I, th I think anybody and I think anybody who has a wife should sit down and watch that show with their wife. That's an amazing show. I what's funny is me and my wife started watching it separately and then we then we watched it together, but somehow the audio accidentally had descriptive video on. <laughs> that that being said, we turned it off and we just about turned it back on because it's even just watch the opening scene with descriptive video on if you still got it on your DVR there. You know, not a PVR because I'm not from Canada. It's a DVR, you know, fucking Canadians. But uh <laughs> yeah, no, descriptive video was even funnier. <laughs> cool. Cool. So Patrick, final words for the evening. Shout out to Megan. Okay. Fine. That doesn't make any sense. That's right. Yeah, but you're, you're brand new here, so. No, you're right. I'm new here. And you know what? I'm probably never calling again. Oh, well. That'd be a shame. Right, so it sounds like you got some other Johnny that you like better than me because I'm not that Johnny. Look, it's your hair. And it's your pork chop sideburn. It's very ironic. But it's not even Don't raining. Yeah. On your wedding day? Yeah. Uh, let me just... I, I love that song. I think Atlanta's more sets the best thing that Canada gave to the world, really. I would... I'd say that's... Uh, yeah, that's... That and your bacon is amazing. <laughs> oh, I love me some Canadian bacon. Hey, hey, not that Johnny. Is yes. that a Celine Dion poster behind you? No, it's a, it's a Titanic soundtrack. I just like the one song. Okay. Because uh, it looks like you're a big fan of her, and, you know, Canada exported her and literally had tried to wash their hands of her for years. I, I think she's in Vegas, I hear, all the time. Yeah. And trying to keep her there. Yeah. No, I I'm just a good old American boy. I like my baseball and my Alanis Morissette and, and your apple pie. Oh, I love apple pie. Nothing more American than apple pie, let me tell That's you. That's right. All right. I tell you what. Not that Johnny at Sad Cripple. It's been uh, it's been fun talking to you tonight. <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> Uh, folks, I'm not sure, but 
I think he's having a stroke. Do you smell burnt <laughs> toast? Uh, on that happy oh, note. Oh, now he's having a whole different kind of stroke, Jim. That's Jeez, right. Yeah, better. that's right. Uh, uh, happy ending. I hate when that happens. Uh, thank you very much, gentlemen, for uh, and lady, for uh, joining us tonight. <laughs> uh, it's been wonderful talking to you. Hope to talk to you again sometime. Uh, not that Johnny... Uh, Call into Gabnet again. We'd love to hear from you. It's always nice when you join I, the program. I might. Now, are there any other shows I can phone into? Like, are you back tomorrow? No, I am not back tomorrow. Is somebody back tomorrow? Somebody is back tomorrow. There are two live programs you could call tomorrow. Uh, the Exchange with Damian Chaplin and Alex Bennett's Ramble. When, when are those shows on? Those shows are on tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> are they on? Are they on late? Like, because I I stay up late. Is there anybody on late tomorrow? Um, no. Oh, that's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Yeah. No. That... I guess I'll have to phone some other call-in talk show late night thingy. Yeah. Maybe they got one in Texas. Possibly. Finland. I think I heard there's, there's some guy named Earl does a show in Texas, I think. I'll, heard, I'll try and find him tomorrow. I have, I have heard such things myself. Have a nice night, guys. See ya. Let me prosper. Yeah, hashtag good night. There you go with a K. Uh, I'm Revelstoke Jim. Guess what? That's the uh, That's the program. Let's pay some bills, don't you think? Revelstoke Jim's Canadian content is brought to you by the good people at the Pooping Well Corporation, making makers of uh, pooping good and kids flavored pooptastic, keeping the regular folk of British Columbia regular for the last 100 years. Ask your pharmacist for the big red box of relief to help you poop good. The Pooping Well Corporation. Dropping the deuce since 1902. That's it. That's the end of the program for this Wednesday night, the 23rd of September 2015. I'll be back on the 30th. Or maybe, I don't know, just check me out on uh, Facebook, Revelstoke Jim's Canadian Content. Uh, or on Twitter, at RevJimCanCon, Tumblr, Instagram, Snapchat, Tumblr, I think I said Tumblr already, uh, SoundCloud, all those places, social media, I am there. want to thank Tom and Diana and the groovy cat, Dale Blindheim, for uh, sending tweets and favoriting things. And the winner of tonight's program, of course, the lovely Miranda Jimnell. Until next time, folks. Uh, that's it for me. Please take care of yourselves, and we'll see you a little further on down the road next time. Bye-bye.
replace the speaker on its rack when you're ready to leave. Failure to do so will damage both the speaker and your car. We'll be grateful, and so will the patrons who follow you.